passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. is in the air again. Now, once a monster on the pitch, at times playing every position I can think of but keeper, maybe. Now a Seattle soccer legend back with the team in a new role. He's Incubus fan Brad Evans. Welcome. Good morning. Hi there, dude. How you doing? How are you, man? I'm doing great. I'm excited to have you in here because that means we're talking soccer, and that must mean the soccer season's right around the corner. First, though, you're back in Seattle after adventuring and doing all these things, some retirement there, and now you're back with Seattle Sounders FC. How you finding it? took a year off it was awesome and now back to the grindstone uh, i am the official brand ambassador for the sounders so you know i was here for such a long time it's it's just good to be back with the club in some capacity spread the word um you know i'll be doing a lot of radio a lot of corporate stuff a lot of uh, game day stuff at the stadium so the city will be seeing a lot of me we're gonna see your mug up on the screens and stuff like that all the time the- <laughs> man tv i'm just gonna be in your face man are you leaning into it are you a little embarrassed by it still how do you feel uh yeah that, that is a, a good point i think it's it's something you have to get used to as a player you just kind of do your thing and uh, you do the work in business and now you kind of got to be out there you got to put yourself out there but it's something I've done in the past so I'm uh, it's, it's really nothing new to me that's cool right on uh, Sounder season kicks off on Sunday at noon now there's another match in a couple days more about that here in a minute but you've been a, on a championship winning squad before like what's the pressure like for Seattle returning as champs now with something to defend yeah twice I've done it and uh, there's a lot of pressure on, on, on the city and on the team um, this is a championship city as we know we've had such good sports teams the past decade that it's and, and especially the Sounders the most successful soccer team in MLS in the past decade winning us everything trophies so it's it's special to be a part of but we also now have these expectations as a club that we put on ourselves but we also feel it from the fans as well so we got to keep the ball rolling keep it moving and uh, continue to be successful 
It's funny, the Sounders have more championships than the Seahawks, and that can be a bit of a <laughs> spicy subject, I think. But sometimes. Okay, now, who's the guy running around out there, uh, either new or established, that you're most excited to see in 2020? Like, what jersey should we run to the team store and buy? Well, I mean, obviously Jordan Morris. He's he's the hometown hero. Uh, he Nico Ladero obviously is the captain of the team, and he'll he'll pull the strings for the group of guys. But there's a new DP, Jao Paulo, coming from. Uh, he's Brazilian. Uh, it's not the typical Brazilian that you're used to with all the tricks and everything. He's a real hard nosed uh, number six, meaning he's in the middle of the park. Um, he'll play a little bit of defense, a little bit of offense. He scored a goal the other night, actually in in the Champions League match. So look for him to get some goals, but also solidify the defense as our defense is. The two center backs are are pretty well new, so that's going to be a uh, uh, testing spot right there. Oh, cool, a little turnover in that position. Now, when I talk about this, our guest today is Brad Evans, I should mention, former Seattle Sounders FC player, now Seattle Sounders FC brand ambassador. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Um, when I talk to people about soccer, like the casual fans, like say my mother-in-law, Deb, She's like lovely, but um, there's three things that really come up, the things that people push back on me. The, the offside rule, Google it. Uh, why does it end in a tie? Stop. And um, <laughs> how come this match doesn't count, but it's still so important? There's all these different competitions going on, including Thursday night. We have a Champions League matchup against a team. You, I think you almost got into a fist fight with them. Oh, yeah. Back Check that out on YouTube. That was a good time. <laughs> CD Olympia is here. And now, it's not our league, but why should we buy a ticket for Thursday night? Well, we want to show our club on the grandest stage. And this tournament, we play all Central and Caribbean teams. And this basically gives you the perennial power for Central and North America Caribbean, right? So in doing that, if you can win this tournament, you also now get to play the Barcelonas of the world. Whoever Woo! wins the Champions League, Liverpool, right? You get to play these massive teams in the world. You also get like a million dollars for the group of guys on the team. So there's money on the line. There is exposure on the line, most importantly. And we fill the stadium. When Barcelona-Chelsea comes here, we get 70,000 70, fans, right? right? But now we can actually potentially play these guys in a real setting, which is something that every player, every fan should recognize. And also, if you're a season ticket holder, you get into this game as part of your package, too. So we should all be there. Oh, wow. Okay, so it's on Thursday night. A team from Honduras, is that correct? Honduras, yeah. They're playing here. It was 2-2 in the first meeting. The teams play home and away, and then you take the aggregate score to see who the winner is over the time. YouTube it. YouTube aggregate it. score. Okay, <laughs> it's another one of those tricky things. It's too much to wrap your head around <laughs> right now. But Thursday night, uh, Champions League with uh, Seattle taking on CD Olympia. Please Google Brad Evans almost getting into a fight with like an entire soccer team. <laughs> it was awesome. Tickets was available awesome. now. SoundersFC.com and also catch Brad co-hosting a Rad podcast, winging it with Zakawani wherever you listen to your pods. Is that fun? That's awesome, man. It's been so fun, and we'll have you on obviously. Yeah, and we're always looking for recommendations too. Okay, great. If anyone has anything, uh, tweet. At Brad, what's your Twitter handle? Oh, dude, I don't know. <laughs> Google at, it. Google at it. Brad something, okay? <laughs> it auto-fills for me. So there you go. It's perfect. I'm, I'm doing that. All right. Uh, i got a couple more questions off air, so we'll put them online at 1077theend.com. Uh, Brad Evans, thanks for coming in this morning, man. Thanks for having me, man. Go Sounders. Yeah, go Sounders. Sunday noon at CenturyLink Field. The, the regular season kicks off Thursday night for other action. All right, so pick it back up where we left off here. Your tour of the national parks. Oh, dude. <laughs> that had to be so incredible. Man. It must be hard to be back in the city. I was sitting in the office yesterday, and uh, my little sweet Ryan Shaber, who produces yeah, yeah. all TV, right? 
He was like, have you ever been to Colorado? It's like, all right, dude, let me get a map. Because I spent a month there. We spent a month there. You yeah. know, it, was, it was absolutely epic. Um, yeah, we saw 21 national parks now that White Sands oh, in Mexico, yeah. obviously, we got that connection, uh, is now designated as a national park. Uh, we saw it before it was a national park, but we're going to count it as 21. Uh, so that was just, it was, it was epic, man. 21 national parks. Yeah. What was your, if you had to like pick a couple? Every day it changes. Like yeah. my brain goes somewhere else. I would say uh, Glacier was unreal. Yeah. Uh, Tetons was really where we felt like bottom of the food chain because we had come from the desert and you know there's there's reclusive beasts there that yeah. you don't see. But first night we were taking a walk in our campground. Black bear walks like forty feet in front of us, and that was when we bought bear spray. Was that night? So um, t- Tetons, uh, Yellowstone was okay actually. Mike Facito joined us for six days out in Yellowstone, cool. and we made him sleep in a tent um, and. You know, they all are very, very special. Yeah. I, I just went to uh, Yosemite. Yeah. And it was incredible. Yeah, it's all the photos. It's ha- insane. It's incredible how on top of everything it is there. Like, it's not vast and wide no, open. No, You're no, just Everything a, is there. The one part yeah. that everyone sees is like that 1% of the park, but it has so much to do. Yeah. It's so crazy. I want to go back to Teton and check that out. It seems Dude, like it'd be so you got bad. To. Six days. Glacier also seems right. Now, how about transitioning that into an office, though, man? You got to wear button downs and get haircuts and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I got a haircut, man. Is it it was like flowing past my shoulders. Ah! And then I had, and I'm working a little bit with Fox, too, doing TV, and I kept getting these texts like, hey, how are you going to wear your hair? How is your face? How are you going to wear your facial hair? It's like, all right, just cut it off. Yeah, just, just stop bothering me. Just tell me what to do, and I'll just exactly. do it because like I'm, I'm tired of it. I'll just morph. Yeah. Whatever you need me to do, I'll do it. So, uh, you know, we're going to. Reevaluate in a couple years, and then we'll have to make another six month adventure. I, I dabble in this where I'm like, I want to grow my hair, and then you just get to that point where you just look terrible. Like, yeah, I, at least I feel like I look terrible for about eight months. There's a phase, then, man. I'm like, is my wife gonna leave me because it's, of how bad I look? Yes, yeah. you get embarrassed almost. Yes, uh, yes, he agrees. Not yes, she's going to leave me. How dare you? <laughs> okay, so um, Zach Scott, Taylor Graham, Steve Zakawani, like, there's like Sounders FC guys that stick around doing different things, different roles with the organization and outside, like. How much did you think about life after soccer and how many times did you like wake up in the middle of the night sweating over your future when it all came to an end? Yeah, um, when it all came to an end, Becky and I had a good plan of what we were going to do. I, I decided to, because I played that last season in Kansas City mm-hmm. and I just couldn't get healthy at all. So I had decided in probably like August that we were gonna re- I was going to retire. Um, and so we kind of had this plan for the next year. Mm. We didn't have the Airstream plan really until about April of 2019. Um, so we had about three months where we were just couch surfing and, and kind of hanging out. Um, but no real plan. I kept calling Taylor like, hey, possibly coming back, uh, you know, in the fall or in the winter. And he's like, yeah, we could plug you in all these positions that can help the business grow. And it took a long time to really get this role actually to where it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, so in saying that, I'm lucky I did my due diligence in that regard. Yeah, smart. Um, and kind of, uh, you know, set myself up a little bit. But yeah, there were some sleepless nights where you're like, what am I going to do, man? Yeah, like you could kick a soccer ball. Like what? I don't know how seriously yeah, you how take your education. Translate? Like, believe me, I feel this all the time with this. Like when they decide I'm no longer relevant. Like what? <laughs> I tell what dumb jokes do? on the radio. Like I, that's not a skill. Yeah. Like, uh, no, dude, you're honed in, man. You are yeah. dialed in. Yeah, you know? man. That's what good. it is. Brad Evans compliments everybody. Um, why Seattle instead of like home in Arizona or somewhere else? Community. Community. It was, um, you know, we, we had such a good time here in the nine years uh, from charity events. We've got our Putts for Pets that's coming up again, uh, April 7th, by the way, a little plug. Um, that'll be awesome. Raising for Seattle Humane, Seattle Children's, just the friends and uh, ultimately what became our family. Mm-hmm. Uh, we decided, you know, we were thinking about Arizona, Southern California, we went to school, but this was just something brought us back here. And I think as soon as we drove in with the Airstream, we, we knew it was the right fit. How does... <laughs> 
I, I don't mean to be a jerk about this, but like, how does the celebrity work into that? Because you're a local icon, and so like, just coming back here is that easier on the ego that you get to still be relevant, or you don't have to make a whole new life somewhere else? Yeah, I guess that kind of plays into it a little bit. It was, I guess, in 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 the thought that it's an easier transition yeah. into civilian life. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think a big part of that was the charitable side, where we knew that we wanted to continue that. Mm-hmm. If we went to, you know, Phoenix, it probably would have been okay. But Southern California is such this vast market that we had never spent time in, really, yeah. other than college. So trying to like reestablish what we ultimately wanted to do in, in our goals and raising money for charities and being involved in the community. This was just like the perfect fit. Um, the squad's pretty much all different since you played just a few I know, years it's ago. It's crazy. It's, the turnover now. Do you still feel connected to the locker room at all? Like, can you go in there and still? Yeah, now, now, yeah, totally, totally. I went in at the end of last year, uh, and with my new role, I've got pretty much you know free roaming access with um, you know Schmetzer's permission to a certain extent. But yeah. I mean, Jordan's still there, Christian, uh, Gustav, who I, I carpooled with here, <laughs> Stefan Fry's there. Um, you know, so there, there's still definitely connections there, but a lot of new faces. So I think you're seeing that in MLS now yeah. is you're very rarely going to see that like 10-year, 10-year dude that is, you know, Zach Scott, Roger Taylor, myself, Ozzy for a long time, right? I don't think you're going to see much of that anymore as the league gets bigger. Yeah. It's more of a transition club to bigger leagues in the world. Right. Right? Which is a good be. thing. Rather than a retirement league, exactly. let's be the ones that feed the rest of the leagues and let's see the U.S. Men's National exactly. League Exactly. Grow, yeah. Um, and a couple tournaments or a couple different, um, what do you call it when things are going on at the same time, concurrent events going on yeah. right now champions league mls season about to kick off how do you feel the team is stacked up to be able to handle all these different responsibilities u.s open cups coming well the big thing was the cba i think the cba this year uh, expired and the guys signed a new one so they weren't sure i think management what was going to happen with like the tam money the gam money you know all that those stuff those are made right? up words those don't exactly. mean anything they're just they're just numbers right they're just like these weird acronym things that are out there to acquire players, right? And that all was kind of up in the air. So I think teams were a little bit in a holding pattern on DPs, who are they going to sign TAM players? So I think you saw a couple late signings, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, as long as the guy's on your radar, but you would like to have them in from day one of your preseason, especially going into this CONCACAF Champions League, because these Central American teams have already been playing for seven games, right? And Liga MX is, you know, the top tier right now. Until an American team wins CONCACAF Champions League, Liga MX is the ultimate uh, league right now. So they're already seven games in when an MLS team has to play these guys. And it's an extreme disadvantage. But there really is no correct time to have this tournament. It's, It's really, really difficult. So you're kind of hindered, but you make these big, big money signings to ultimately hope you get over the hump. Would you, if you were the commissioner of soccer in America, U.S. soccer, would you change MLS to a winter format or would you keep it summer? I don't think you could do winter. Can you imagine New England, Minnesota in the winter? If they had indoor facilities, maybe. But you're talking the investment zero would be degrees. Crazy. Yeah, would yeah. And you'd be, have to you have to make these fields with uh, fields that would defrost and stuff exactly. a little bit better and keep the fans warm and safe. Yeah. You're, you're negative temperatures, right? Yeah. And the Bundesliga takes a long break. They take about a month off yeah. to accompany that sort of like big weather swing that they have there sometimes. Yeah. But even so, it's just like. I don't know. I think it would be too cold. And ultimately, you'd have to make these teams play away games for yeah. the better part of two months. It just Unless you took a big break, you could do that. So it's, it's possibly on the horizon, but 
I, it seems, I just don't it seems see unlikely. It Russia did it, which I think is crazy. So yeah, the, Russia if, did it. Russia does it. Yeah. <sighs> that would be so awful playing awful. in like awful. minus twenty, playing th- that ball hitting your thigh would be. I think it'd be okay for like American guys, but they get a lot of Brazilians there. I can't imagine these oh guys God. just like shell shocked once they hit their. Once they would they never the stick around, man. They would never no. stick around. They give it a year, get paid, and they're out. Okay, final thing. We like to ask everybody what their favorite ever of all time squad, sounder, and player. Uh, in the world is so oh like, squad what? easy Liverpool okay you know uh, is there like a specific Liverpool probably this year uh, 2005 okay yeah was my like kind of when they won uh, Champions League that ultimate comeback was just so epic and yeah. kind of made me love them does Jimmy Triori tell you all about that of every course day? yeah, yeah of course. all the time the I best. score a good goal and he's like yeah it's nothing <laughs> win the Champions yeah, win, League exactly. in 2005 with Liverpool Nancy how about your favorite ever sounder favorite ever sounder I would say uh, Zach Scott Cool. Yeah, love him. Okay, uh, he, just, him, he just embodies like what it is to mean, uh, what it is to be a sounder. It's yeah. kind of somebody I emulated. Yeah. Um, and then favorite ever uh, player worldwide. Favorite, oh, favorite player worldwide. Um, I would say uh, Stevie Gerrard, which was cool because I ultimately got to play against him. Oh, right? that's right. And things kind of came full circle. So that was really, really. cool. How do you not act like a dork like when you see him like? Well, he played for the Galaxy, yeah. and so it's just easy to like have that you know ultimate. Um, you know, rivalry to a certain extent. It's not really a rivalry, sure. but we just had like some really, really good games against yeah. each other. So it was a heated battle more than a rivalry. Just afterwards, you go up to give him five after the end. And, uh, yeah. And you're like, oh, I love you. I know. I love a kid. I have a jersey. I'm sleeping. <laughs> 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 All right, Brad Evans. Yeah. Thanks for your time, buddy. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it.